Are we, we, we going to do a show? A non-dick show. Hey, you're the one that's saying it. Just don't say it anymore. I promise nothing. Without his input, it kind of peters out. I think it goes long and strong even without him. <laughs> this show has a content warning, so you can dick it up. Dick it up. <laughs> Is everybody done with their dick jokes? I think I'm going to take mine out later. An ogre, one. an elephant, and a horse walk into a bar. <laughs> this I'll... is really hard. And we might be a little on the short side tonight. <laughs> Everybody done with their joke. It was uh, subconscious. So I decided for everyone else's health, I should eat it. Wait, are we doing dick jokes again? I loved it because it was thick. Active. I'm sort of an overachiever, so. It's a big one. And I had to ask him not to do it. I apologize. It's still a funny joke. Thank you. Is it over? Zip it up, guys. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We are playing our own quirky, narrative, character-driven version of Call of Cthulhu in a homebrewed universe built by our very own keeper. If you happen to enjoy what we do here and would like to support the show, we'd really appreciate that. And there are a couple ways you can do it. You can head over to Drive Through RPG on the interwebs and purchase the Snake's Oil. That is our very own Call of Cthulhu module. It is set in the season one time period of this year's show. It contains NPCs and PCs from our universe. And I hear it's pretty fun too. Alternatively, or collectively, you could head to patreon.com slash under the library. Apparently, there are going to be some great big changes there coming pretty soon um, in the coming weeks and now would be a good time to check it out so that you are there when those changes take place one more thing before we get started I do have to mention if you play or GM Call of Cthulhu or really any other tabletop RPG and are looking to add more role playing and creativity to your game check out our other podcast it is called up your rpg and can be found wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube if you are so inclined with that out of the way let's do a show my name is arthur i am playing franny and while we do have the recently vacationed scott back we are short one rick this weekend or this week but he may be joining us after the break so for now we have scott as cully wayne as Rutherford, Emily as Joe, Chris as Boone, and as always, our keeper is Michael. Michael, take us away. Absolutely. I want to put one small plug in there for Up Your RPG. It's Up Your RPG. It's not just for GMs. It's for players, too. So players join us as well. That said, uh, thanks for joining us. Under the Library is set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. It does feature mature themes played by immature people. Very, very immature people. That said, our content warning for this week. If you've ever been to an open house to look at where they've buried the bodies, then you're in the right place. And with that, I'll pass it to Emily for last week's recap. Thank you, Michael. You're so, welcome, Emily. Oh, boy. As we began last week... Rutherford was sipping his gin and tonic. He experiences an excruciating pain exploding in his head like fireworks. He thinks he's having a stroke. Boone, however, 
thinks that his head might explode like Richard's did. And he says this in front of Carly. Oops. Who didn't know how Richard died. Uh, oh, yeah. And later on, we find out her name's Carly. At this point, she's still the woman. But at this point, Boone also notices the bullet hole in Rutherford's shirt and the fact that he's not actually injured he asks some questions which Rutherford dodges and he wants to lay down and Boone thinks he knows more than he says and so Boone suggests drinking more gin to see if it was a trigger for the headache and again the pain returns Boone also sips gin for science and then keeps drinking and then refills the glass and then refills again because Boone has broken his dry streak. However, his head does not hurt the way Rutherford's did. And Rutherford realizes that he's having explosions of hundreds and hundreds of memories that are not his own. So Boone will dispose of the remaining gin and Rutherford's going to go speak to the mother who's gone to be with her child. So at this point, we cut to the road to Abiquiu where Joe is in the front of the truck with Sam, visibly anxious and tense and fidgeting again, drawing blood on her thumb. She deflects when Sam asks. Um, he tries to distract her with a game of I Spy, which we learn Rick does not know how to play. But they pull over for some fresh air. Joe pulls herself together. Sam bandages her thumb. But around the time he says nubbin, she feels pretty uncomfortable and decides it's time to go. Yeah. Weird so, <laughs> yeah. Also weird. He tried to offer the 16-year-old a toy train to distract her. Very weird. And some candy. Creepy. Yes. Come into my truck. Have my candy. Anyway, in the back. Franny's looking around. Uh, Franny is in the back injured. Cully is in the back sleeping. Franny finds some farm equipment, fertilizer, and a box with guns and ammunition. She takes a rifle and loads it. Sam sings along to Hank Williams as they drive. Back at the house, Rutherford meets Sing Carly. Singing, singing is putting it... That, that's giving that's, that's it a lot generous. of credit. Did yeah. Rick really sing? He well, it, sang. Mm, he, he his voice yeah. changed pitch and yeah. he said words. Yeah, slowly and <laughs> oh, it, yeah. This is why I'm never singing. <laughs> we meet so, Carly the mother and Stephanie the daughter. And Rutherford shows Carly the man with the scarred face, but she doesn't recognize him. He calls Richard her husband, but he discovers that actually she's his sister. Richard and Carly are siblings, and he had never mentioned family. She shows Rutherford a safe and assumes he has the key. We think Franny probably has the key. It's probably the one from the baseboard. And back in the truck, we finally arrive. And Franny is holding the loaded gun as Sam mansplains guns to Franny. <laughs> friends wherever he goes. I feel a little bad that he's not here to defend himself. Oh, this makes yeah, it all the better. <laughs> 
But as we ended, heading for the house, there's a gravelly voice singing Big Rock Candy Mountain that Joe recognizes as Boone. Sam is carrying Cully. Bloody Franny has her rifle hidden under some burlap. And there we ended. All right, so let's see if we can do a good enough job to make some more heads explode tonight. And with that, uh, you want to kick us off, Boone, with some Big Rock Candy Mountain? Oh, a blessing of the bees and the cigarette trees and the soda water fountain. You Boone. don't have a care. There's clean underwear. And Boone, is that you? Whoa, Joe. Oh, my gosh. You made We found it. you. Yeah, we uh, did you have any trouble getting here? Uh, Sam took a little detour, but I met his family. Did you know he has a kid? Uh, yeah, he came into the doctor's office that night saying that uh, someone told his kid he couldn't have a bicycle and broke his brain or something. Yeah, I guess I just thought he was making that up because the doctor didn't seem to believe him. And uh, oh, it was very okay. confusing, but there really is a son. He seems oh. so really nice. So that means there must be a wife, too. Yeah, I don't know. He went in the house, and I think he talked to his wife there, but I didn't get to see her. Oh, well, I, if there's no wife, maybe he's keeping that child prisoner. Boone, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. think Sam would do that? I don't do know. I don't know him. I don't know the guy. I mean, he's... I should probably get Cully... Oh, Cully! Yeah, Cully! Hey, Cully! Joe, at this point, it would be very obvious to you that Bo or Boone is uh, visibly intoxicated, right? He's he's very intoxicated. And it, it, at this point, I've slept. Cully slept for a nice long time. So when it's you, been, you hours, wake up right? in Sam's arms. I was gonna say. <laughs> so, oh, Sam got another one. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, no. are you okay? Oh, oh yeah. A little oh, I never felt funny. better. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. And I pat you on the shoulder. Oh, Sam. you're a, you're a good kid. So Cully, at this point, I'm, Cully, get in here. I'm telling Sam to put me down. Uh, and I'm sort of, you know, wiping my eyes and coming over. And I'm like, God, I've never slept so hard in my entire life, Joe. Boone, Boone, we found you. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. And I go up and I go to shake your hand. I, I, I shake your hand, but does your breath smell? I don't know what you're drinking. Shit. Gin, yes. Yes. Does, so when it I smell like your pine breath, trees. it's got its own smell. It's it's pretty strong. <laughs> it's disgusting. I hate you. Yeah, it's its own thing. Oh, did so, I ever tell so you, Cully, you're one of the good ones? You are Boone, definitely thanks. one of the good ones. Boone, I, th I thought you didn't drink. What happened? You it was for science. Sober. <laughs> oh, see, no, this is a whole thing where uh, Rutherford, uh, his brain hurt. Did Rutherford make you drink? No, but Rutherford drank and it made his brain hurt. So I made him drink again to make sure that that's what was making his brain hurt. And it did. And then I was thinking, well, I need to see if it makes everyone's brain hurt. Or whether it's just Rutherford. So I drank. It didn't make my brain hurt. It made it feel good. Oh, 
Well, that, that's a terribly sad story. Uh, while I appreciate the, the, the attempt at science, I, I think we need to, to have you stop drinking uh, right now. That that would be wonderful. Well, it's lovely I, to see you, Boone. Okay, there's nothing I can do about it now. The uh, the bottle that was there is gone, so... Can, okay. we, can we go... Joke, uh, let's go uh, make let, let's make coffee. sure there, there are no other ones. Uh, it, it, Boone, is there somewhere I could lay down? Oh, oh yeah, there's goodness, the couch. Yeah. See, there's the couch right there. Uh, all right, th- thank you very much. Uh, so Franny's going to sort of hobble over to the couch, lay down, so and keep the the rifle um, like right on the floor by the couch, like within arm's reach. Whose house are we in? <laughs> I've never uh, been on this street before. We don't know her name, uh, but she's uh, really close to uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Richard. To Richard? Yeah, she knows Richard. Oh, is this who Richard was visiting whenever he came here? Uh, Oh, and there's a kid, too. Richard has a kid? Well, that's what me and Rutherford are thinking, that it's his wife, but we we don't really know. He's back there talking to her right now. You go through the kitchen, and there's some uh, rooms down there. Kali, we should go meet her. Maybe she knows about you. Maybe Richard talked about you. Let's go. Yeah, I definitely want to meet her, and I also want to see if we can get someone to make Boone some coffee. Oh, yeah. I want your head cleared, Boone. I want. Oh, I want... the buzz of the bees and the cigarette <laughs> trees and the soda water fountain. <laughs> Your best friend's dead, but you preserved his head on the big rock candy mountain. I'm just going to cover Cully's ears <laughs> when Moon starts singing about heads. Oh, gosh. I'm. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I also told the lady that uh, Richard's head exploded, and oh, that, Boone, did not, oh, Boone, that did not please. play out well. Uh, ear buffs. <laughs> okay, well. Wait, wait, wait. Did you cover Cully's ears? Yes or no? Yes. All right. Uh, Cully, make a listen roll. Let's see if you fail this one. You want to fail this one. Oh, God. You don't want to make this listen no, roll, please, Cully. Please, please. Oh, I don't know if this is good or bad. What'd you roll? Oh. I rolled a 98. Oh, oh God. Oh, my God. But you didn't oh. want to make it. Oh, no. Yeah, you wanted to, like, there was a window you wanted to roll in. Oh, that, <laughs> that, that wasn't, wasn't it. in the window. Yeah. Oh, no. You fell out like, the window. Yeah. But you said mm. I didn't want to make it, and I really didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I just did That's what true. he was told. Yeah, uh, he kind of circled back. I'm and... sort of an overachiever, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I think with that, you, you hear... Boone singing about the head exploding and you have all these kind of flashbacks to the house and the blood and the bloody footprints and you're starting to think about Richard and also you're thinking about this child right and that they say that Richard has and you you all of a sudden get really upset right like this is just overwhelming information for you Cully that you thought Richard was coming pretty clean with you. And, uh, you know, between his death and kind of these new revelations, just too much. Let's see the sand roll. Let's see your outcome. Uh, I did great. I got a seven. Oh, all right. Well, then we'll only take off two points of, of sand for that. And 
uh, but but you're you're visibly frustrated. You're you're all of a sudden kind of angry and irritated at Boone as well. And uh, you might need to lash out at old drunk Boone now. Boom! You gotta stop singing that song. I need you to stop talking about Richard. He's dead and he's gone, and we don't have to celebrate <laughs> the fact that his head exploded. Oh, I need I... you to stop singing songs and celebrating the fact that his head is gone. I everything didn't is even bad. Know everything that's, is bad. I didn't know that's drunk. what I was doing. It was uh, subconscious stuff coming out. I would never Boone, do it. Otherwise, we needed you, and we need you now. And you're not even here. Your body's here, and the rest of you is gone. It's drunk. We okay. can't. I can't take this. I'm and sorry. I'm, I'm done. I turn around and I storm away. Okay. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take this here broom, and I'm gonna go out and sweep the front porch. Okay. Kali, did you storm in further into, into the, the house? house? Okay, I followed you. <clears throat> okay, for so sure. Uh, Kali, you, you've just woken up. The house isn't very big. You walked in through a side door that puts you directly in the kitchen. To the left is a little seating area. Um, if you walk through the kitchen, there's a hallway, and the hallway to the right, not very far. In fact, it kind of opens up into a main seating area, living area. To the left, it takes you back, and there's two bedrooms kind of on either side in the bathroom. Okay, and obviously when I get in, I'm just going to start looking around. Joe, do you come in right after me? Yeah. So as soon as you come in, I'm going to turn to you, and I'm seething. I say, Joe, I thought Boone was one of the grown-ups we could trust. I thought Boone was one of the grown-ups we could trust. I don't know what to do. What if there's no more grown-ups to trust? Well... I think we should talk to this woman because, you know, if Richard talked to her, if he visited her, he probably talked about you and she actually might be able to help you now that Richard is gone. So he lied to me. Did he lie to her? Who did he tell the truth to? How did he lie to you? He never told me he had a kid. He never told me he had a. But we don't even know he has a kid. We should ask before we assume. We know there's a kid. I'll try. I just, I'm sorry. I'm really upset. I just. No, I don't be sorry. And I don't. Singing about this. I mean, we can trust each other. Yeah, well, we're not grown ups. Uh, Richard just... was the, he was the one I trusted and I don't know what to do. Let's go meet him. We can go in. And Rutherford, meanwhile, you're talking to, uh, you're talking to her in that back bedroom. The house isn't that big. So you hear everybody kind of shouting. You hear Boone singing, of course. And then you hear really Cully being very upset. There's a lot of like kind of stomping and doors slamming and everything going on as you're as you're talking with her and trying to figure out where the key is for this safe. Uh, Rutherford uh, attempted to, to to pick the lock, but was un- unsuccessful. And in his, his state of mind, you know, his hands were just not quite uh, what they were for being able to concentrate on it. So, so he, he turns and he hears, uh, of course, <laughs> the dishes being cleaned and Big Rock Candy Mountain and then a conversation. And and uh, he's actually got keen hearing, so um, he probably would have sussed out the voices and he turns and goes down the hall and but he's also pretty shocked right now because he just i think 
at the end of the last show was the revelation that Carly was in fact a sister, not not a wife. And uh, so he, he was kind of thrown by that. He's like, wow. Uh, so Rutherford comes to towards the kitchen. I suppose that's where well, Joe went. Yeah, I mean, as you st- the house isn't that big. So as right. you step out, you would see Cully and Joe standing in the hall having this big conversation about Boone and you would probably run into them. And yeah. so uh, Rutherford and he says, it's, oh, Mike, and he says, it's, it's, it's a, such a relief to, to, to see all, all of you here. And uh, Mr. W- Wagoneer, who, who seems to be still out in the garage, Mr. Wagoneer did bring you, did bring you here. Did he hold up his end of the b- bargain? What was his end of the bargain? To, to, br- to bring you here away from, uh, away from the town we're in and the, the, the danger we were in. He, he, he needed to go back into Los Alamos and, and get you and, and bring you here. I, I was. Oh, uh, I didn't know that you made a bargain with him. I, I actually, I, to be honest, I almost didn't go with him. He was being very pushy. Uh, he, he does have a rather brusque and odd manner and chooses some curious things to say, but perhaps that's from his, uh, past experiences and in, in, he did talk about being in the, the war and perhaps he has difficulty uh relating i i, I kind of sense that sometimes well, he, uh, sometimes he fires aims and then shoots i don't know about that but i do know that we decided to go Nailed with it. him for franny's sake because she is not doing well and i don't know if you could help her she's just i mean she's hurting a lot She's yeah, bleeding again. Him, he said that she had like 10 minutes to live, but that was hours I, ago. It could. I I just I don't know just about a, him, just, but he's just another adult. Hey, are you but, drunk, Rutherford? Am I? Well, what? Are you drunk? And he said, Who told us you were drunk. No, unfortunately, I, I had a drink and then I, I, I couldn't partake of it anymore because of a strange, strange occurrences in, 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 in my in my head and then i just had the most curious revelation that uh this person here carly uh richard's person he visited and spent time with i i made a curious assumption it was his wife and a child but it it turns out it's his it's his sister and that his it's his niece in there it must be his niece. and as soon as you say that like my whole affect changes Cully, like we have to, you have to meet her. Changes. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm almost like leaning into your other friend. And I'm like, I thought he had a family. I thought he was lying to me that he had a wife and a kids and he never told me about them. And I said, Cully, I had the, the same curious, curious thing happen. I, I couldn't believe that all the, these years I've known him so well, he, he was leading a double life, but the, the curious thing, he, he never told me about his sister. And I've known him for ages. How, how could he keep that a secret and, and why? So I, I don't know if he's protecting Do you think he was her. trying to protect him? I'm starting to guess that perhaps that's the case. And um, I believe uh, it's, an, you know, does Rutherford realize Franny is here as well? Um, well, I've, Joe just said it. Yeah, Joe, Joe, oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. And I said she was injured and could, did you have skills to help her? Oh, of course. She was bleeding again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um and I, and rutherford would quickly rush over his his um, first aid skills are 
medium at best, but he's uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll, give it, he'll give it a shot. They're not they're not horrible. They're they're decent. What could possibly and, go uh, wrong? Nothing. <laughs> We've only had one ninety eight already. Um, so Rutherford will be will go to Franny, and um, because of his tunnel vision, um, he sees that she's not in a good way, and, and will try to mend her, but. He's so locked in on it. His first thing is, Franny, do do, do you have that key that came Mm -hmm. from the house in Los Alamos? There was a there was a key, a very, very important key. Wait, wait, wait. Before that happens, Rutherford, I need you to make a constitution roll. Oh, shit. Uh oh, lingering effects. Oh, I hit that with a 12, which is a really which is not extreme, but a um, hard success, a hard success. All right. And so uh, you, you just have kind of a small shooting pain through your head as you start to say this. So I'm going to think in that fashion, Rutherford's starting get, to get accustomed to these shooting pains. Like, you know, if you have something like that happening, it's not by any means OK, but it's starting to become uh, an occurrence. And he, he, he winces a bit and his head will shake to the side and he kind of tries to shake it off in a curious way. Yeah. Uh, Rutherford, are you OK? And uh, and he goes, Franny, I'm having these uh, curious, uh, curious headaches, uh, uh, shooting pains when I I took a a beverage to to relax with most odd things happened in my head and 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 strange, strange, and Rutherford will go quiet at this point, strange uh, memories and connections happened. and then uh, I, uh, Rutherford, could you could you come come closer a little bit? Um, I want to look in his eyes, and see if I see oh. anything unusual in the corners of his eyes. Yeah, give me a spot hidden. Oh wow! <laughs> Let's see what you got going there. Let's see what I got going here. I'm usually really good at these spot hidden rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll probably end up poking his eye. Oh out. Sure. my <laughs> god! He's gonna roll a hundred. Oh, Please right let it be good. Uh oh, what'd you get? Extreme success. I'm so afraid. No, come on. I can't read it. 99. 99? That's, that's a 99. Oh, God. Oh. That's a 99. <laughs> Sorry, Rutherford. I won every time. Is this going to be a TPK? Re- revisited? <laughs> Rutherford's so other I, eye is going to. Wow. I mean, I'm looking at his eye. <laughs> oh, what horrific wow. thing! Wow, his eye pops out, like, touches your eye. He's like large Marge. Oh, large Marge, <laughs> and he looks like this. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to take a moment here to decide. I, there's an obvious answer. Since I know what's going, there's just a real obvious answer to that 99. Uh oh, I don't like that answer. Yeah, <laughs> sounds um, like a terrible answer for Franny. Hmm. All right. Do you need I, a minute? Well, yeah, right. I, nothing like this a really the, extended silence. To, yeah. This is where the keeper is struggling with being a good person or it's being a, a horrible human. <laughs> But no, no, there's yeah. no struggle there at all. <laughs> I was trying to decide if there was that something the that could, I, I could, I could, I felt like I should save this for later. But I mean, you know, if it, oh, if it if happens, the dice, now, oh, 
say. Sorry, Rutherford. All right. Oh. Okay. So, sorry, uh, oh, oh God, I, I know what's going to happen. Uh oh. Franny, can you make a can you make a sand roll so that I can just kind of move through this whole thing solidly? Oh sure. <laughs> yeah, I just want to. Uh, wow, I'm. Uh, uh, that's an eighty-eight. <laughs> nice, perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, Thank you. All right, new Deces. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let me just. The suspense see. is killing me. I think I know what's okay. going to happen. All right. So you start examining uh, Rutherford's eyes, mm -hmm. and um, as you're as you're looking at them, uh, they they're doing these funny things where they kind of dilate and then they constrict really quickly, and they dilate again and then mm. they constrict, and you're you're kind of getting fascinated and drawn in by it, and as they do. The, the left eye, all of a sudden, uh, you see little blood vessels start to pop all around uh, the pupil and Rutherford's eyes going blood, more than bloodshot. Like it's you, you ever seen not bloodshot, but when the eye just starts to fill with blood all around it. Oh, fuck. And do I need to take my headphones off? <clears throat> I, I mean, we can watch you squirm and it's a lot more fun. But, you know, if you want to X card, go ahead and step out for a minute, Scott. Do I have an opportunity to react? Like well, knowing I, what I suspect is going to happen? Well, I think that 99 pretty much precludes no. your right. attempt That's to fair. react. That's okay. fair. All right. And I am going uh, to close my eyes and mouth tightly. <laughs> I don't know that a 99 lets you do that. I'm just like, I'm not sure. Oh, that... you're next. And so, so as you're staring into the eye, it just bursts. Oh. I mean, just like somebody stepped on a juicy boba, right? That thing just right into your face. Oh, and no. I know. It's a mix of shock and immediate kind of disgust. You have this pain in your side. Mm -hmm. um, you jump up. You rip your stitches open. Mm. And oh, because as you as you fling back, um, Rutherford, not to mention who's watching this, Joe, Cully. Joe and Cully are in the hallway. And okay. So Joe and Cully, you hear a scream. It's Franny as she jolts back, ripping her stitches open, covered in eyeball ooze. And Rutherford, what do you do? You've just like, I'm, <laughs> your eyeball just pops open. And I would I like think the, I like the idea work. that it would still, still be like, I, 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 I want that key. <laughs> I want to know about that key. <laughs> Um, well, I guess with your your one still good eye, you would see Franny's face covered in this goo, and um, I I think it would be kind of a it would take a moment for it to register that half of your vision has gone, and mm -hmm. the the visionable device is now all over Franny's face. Franny, you can take um, four points of sand damage along with this and two points for ripping your stitches. Um, two points of damage, I take it. 
Yeah. Okay. And how much sand did you say? Four sand? Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Okay. Franny's not doing so great. Ouchies. Okay. How many does that leave you with, Franny? Four. Oof. Yeah, Four you're not feeling so hot. Hit points? Four yep. sanity? Four hit points. Oh. oh, for sanity, you're basically you're toast. Yeah. Sanity's cool. pretty low already. <laughs> it's not well it's not four. at the scream. Joe is gonna run back out into the living room. And Rutherford, what do you do? And sure, and <clears throat> Rutherford, what do you yeah. do as you see this yeah, splatter all over Joe. Franny's face? Well, that's the question. So I was gonna say, does Ruth the should I make a roll? Does Rutherford have the wherewithal? Like, does it hurt? Like, is he just going to crumple to the ground, you know, in pain? Or is he actually, does another, I'm wondering with these visions and what's going on, does he have uh, another aspect that is able to uh, look around, look beyond this thing? You know, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any visions that compensate for your eyeball exploding out of your face. Well, no, I'm not saying visions. I'm just saying like his, I would think anyone whose eyeball exploded, you're just going to put your hand on your eye and fall to the ground and, and start howling. Okay. Um, I guess. So Joe, you walk into Rutherford laying on the ground, holding over his eye and Franny just leaned back in shock with stuff all over her face with all the stuff franny probably looks more injured so i'm gonna run to franny and i went in as well and i'll run up to rutherford okay okay and and uh cully uh rutherford you know classic hand over the eye and there's blood coming between the fingers okay i'm gonna look for something like in the kitchen or somewhere uh, uh towel or anything that i can put on it to stem the bleeding okay and rutherford you take uh two hit points there with your busted yep. eye so rutherford's trying to as he does this you know all these pieces are swing you know sw swimming swarming together um and he saw and he was the one right in front of richard when he met his demise and so if for his scientific mind are all the pieces starting to come together that um, he's sensing that uh, it's only a matter of time. Mm, I would, I mean, for uh, you're in excruciating pain at this right. point, but sure. The writing's on the wall. Yeah. So, so Rutherford attempts to, you know, not compose himself holding, holding his eye and then, uh, and standing up and he says to, uh, and if you're standing up, like I said, I was going to put like a towel or something on your eye and then I'll help you stand up if that's what you're trying to do. OK, so Rutherford and he goes, thank you, Cully. And he says, I, I and he says, I, I, I think I think uh, this this is a dangerous situation. And Rutherford, I would I'm thinking as a player, but I'm thinking Rutherford would be putting together that the head of Richard exploded. This is happening to him because he had been covered in goo, goo. Franny's now covered in goo. So he's starting to think in, you know, chemistry and perhaps other terms, perhaps there's something that is um, contagious. And he doesn't want to, he doesn't want Cully or Joe to be exposed to this or Boone and, or certainly Carly and, and the, the child. And he says to, well, 
says, and Cully, he says, you, you need to get a, a key, the key for, from Fran. There's a safe in, in the bedroom that Carly will show you. There, I believe there's in, important stuff that Richard wanted, would want us to find. But um, what, what, what's wrong? What happened? What says, happened I, to your eye? And he says, I, I, I don't want to go into the, the details, but I, I believe the same thing's happening to me that led to the demise of our dear friend Richard. I, I don't know how much time I have left, but let me go to the, the garage and the car. There's something I, I want to uh, figure out, and I need to stay away from both of you for your own health and safety, but I, I implore you to take Franny perhaps to the bathroom right now and, and wash her down the best you can um, with everything that just happened. Um, try to try to um, try to save her. Okay, so I'm going to take him in his word. I trust Franny, did you hear that? I trust anyone. So, so I'm going to go to Joe and Franny and say, we've got it. Rutherford said we have to get Franny in the shower right now. And Franny, keep your eyes and your 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 mouth closed and We've got to make sure that none of this gets in you. And I'm it's... sort of pushing, pushing, like trying to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm definitely okay. going. Okay. okay. Well, then. But as you get Franny off the couch, there's a blood stain that formed on the couch from Franny's back. Mm. Right. She's, mm. I'm doing she's the same blood. thing I did last time where I, I put my hands. Okay. When I heard the uh, screaming, I would have come in. All right. So, so drunken Boone. Well, the thing what? is, I come in, and if I okay. see all that stuff, the adrenaline burst is going to mm. sober me up. Yeah, give me a constitution roll. I'll, I'll, we'll see how well your adrenaline burst. Uh, Rutherford, the problem you're having since your other eye exploded is your visions get going in and out, kind of blurry. Mm -hmm. It's mixed with some of those previous visions that are ultra clear, though. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just imagine it's like it's. 4k h you know 4k in your head right but uh, what you're seeing through your eye is blurry and shifting absolutely um i got a 16 so that's uh, an extreme success all right so yeah that shot of adrenaline it it bolt it bolts through you boone and all of a so sudden i see you, all the kind of snapped too my, yeah uh, my hobo physician mind kicks in what okay. what's going on with all this blood is someone hurt I think I think my wound has opened again, Boone, and uh, also those uh, Rutherford's eye. Uh, it, there may be um, a, a virus of some sort, uh, so I need to get this cleaned off me, and and then we need to uh, stop the bleeding. But you you may need to look at Rutherford too. And as you're as you're okay, talking, well, I'm rushing you, like to the extent that I physically can. Yeah, I'm. I've got my hands, but I'm like, we have to get you in the shower. We have to get you in the shower. We can't let this happen to you too. And I go, uh, also, there was another bottle of gin I was hiding. Use this, have him wash him down, use this, have him, if it's in his mouth, have him gargle with it. Her, but yes, her, her. <laughs> See, oh god, okay, <laughs> I'll take care of Rutherford. So, uh, okay, All right, so, yeah, so I, I don't know how much, how much I'm bleeding, so, um, you know, my, my big concern is the, um, getting Rutherford's blood off me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll go, M -m Mr. Mr. Bo Boone. Uh, please take me to the g garage and and get Mr. Wag Wagoneer. Um, and and there is something important I I need to to do for, to help us. 
Okay, so I uh, open the door, uh, lead the way to uh, to the garage where we're parked. Now, I remember uh, Sam parked his truck. I think it was a truck behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our car. So uh, I, 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 you know, I, I'm asking Mr. Boone to do that. And to yeah, employ, well, Mr. we could do that. We could do that in a moment. I, I wouldn't want to cut away from the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the action that the pressing action. Mm-hmm. And also Sam isn't there. So. Right, exactly. That's what I was going to say. So, however, however, you want to work that out. I just need Sam to move the the, the truck out of the way. Right. So I, I asked him to do. I asked him to do so. So then I guess okay, it's to so, us in the bathroom. Yeah. So sure. I'm going to call it. Joe, turn the water on. Can you? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Of course, of, of course. Uh, I'll do that. I'm just following directions because I, I, Joe is kind of overwhelmed. Yeah. So. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, Joe. Let's make that roll, Joe. Yeah. What kind of roll is this? No, you know which kind oh, of roll. Oh, I got a three. Wow. Yay. Look at you, why, Joe. Why couldn't no I relief. get a three? You're stealing <laughs> yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much for y'all thought, hey, we're going to find out what's in that safe tonight. Art roll. Nope, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to so I'm going to sort of help um, you into the shower and then uh, I'm going to say, Joe, can you, I'm going to keep holding the wound. Can you sort of help to make sure that she gets clean? We Sure, sure. I'll just grab Rutherford a towel. Said that we have to get all the goop off her face and. I'll just grab a towel or whatever is around and wipe, get it wet so, and just try to. Uh, before that happens, I'm, I'm going to like stick my face in the shower, eyes closed, mouth closed, um, breathing out in my nose um, and soap and water on my face um and then after that take some of the gin same thing everything closed and sort of dump some gin on and rub that and around then rinse again for what it's worth when as soon as she gets in there i'm doing sort of this thing so that my face is nowhere near based on what rutherford told me mm-hmm. okay to gargle with it in case yep. there's some in your mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> all right and so make a uh, make a con roll, I guess, along with okay. that, Franny. Other die works. That would be... You know, just when things get dull, all I have to do is ask Art to roll. Right. So it's a con <laughs> roll. Let's see here. Do, 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 con. Nope, that's a failure. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus, it doesn't matter what dice I use. <laughs> well... <laughs> This is amazing. Yeah. Can I? Uh, um, well, no, I don't want to order you new dice. Never mind. Okay. So <laughs> it's far less entertaining for you. Yeah. Oh, far less. That's okay. Not nice. uh, that's good to know. And in, I, I think what that results in though is we're we're, it's more like uh, it, you know, there's not, it's a little bit sticky and gelatinous. The pieces of eyeball stuck to Franny, but. Um, otherwise, I, I think this is more the, the blood loss um, mm-hmm. from her ripping her stitches open and she collapses in the shower. And um, since you're holding her, Cully, it's somewhat of a controlled fall, um, but she's not doing so hot. And um, as she as she falls down in the shower, right, there's a steady stream of blood coming from her side. And Joe, you've 
you've cleaned that face pretty well um, and you think you've gotten kind of all of it. But uh, Franny's Franny's doing quite poorly. Poor Franny. Uh, in the garage, uh, I, I don't want to RP for Sam too much, but we'll say, say that. Do we want to take a little break and then maybe he'll be available when we get back? I don't know if the he, timing matches up or not for him. He needs a few more minutes, but I don't okay. want to miss out on too much of that lovely Southern accent that he brings to ah. this game. So I'll, I'll do my best to imitate him imitating a Southern accent. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I think it's safe to say he'd back the truck out for you. And uh, and then how far do you want him? Do you want him to back it all the way out? Uh, so the, so the, the, the well, Rutherford, I'd be, I'd be happy to move that truck for you. And uh, thank you, I, Mr. Wagoneer. I need to get the, the federal ca car. Are, are you, are you okay? Are you, Mr. Rutherford, you can't do anything except hold that cloth over your eye. I'll get the, I'll get the truck out. Oh, oh well, Mr. Wagoneer, I think was back in the truck out. No, I'll get our vehicle out. Oh, okay. I gotcha. And uh, so I, so I, I, I appreciate that, you know, Mr. Boone. You know, if you could pull it out, I, I, I need to do something to to help our, our our friends. And on that note, this is perfect. Let's take a break, and then we'll get right back in. Okay, everybody, take a few minutes, and we will see you when we get back. All right, we are back from break, and we have one additional player. It's a Rick, and this should be really interesting because his family is actually watching him play, so we get to torture him. Michael, <laughs> go for it. And, and listeners should know that Rick knows nothing about what's transpired in the previous half of this episode. He's come in cold. We've kept him cold. So we're going to retcon about 30 seconds, and here's we're going to give him the brief that y'all got to the side door and Joe heard a very drunken Boone singing. Uh, oh gosh. I forget the song Big now. Rock Big, candy. Big Rock Candy, candy Mountain. Mountain. I kept wanting to say Red Rock. Big Rock, Big rock candy, candy Mountain. Mountain that uh, you put Cully down and Cully and Rutherford and I mean, Cully and Franny and Joe went inside you realized you forgot something in the truck. You went back out to the truck. You're in the truck. What did you forget? I'll give you a minute to collect your thoughts. Uh, what did I forget? Uh, you know, I probably would have forgotten. I was carrying uh, uh, Cully, so I probably couldn't hold my shotgun. So I probably would have went back out my shotgun. And uh, yep. All right. So while you while you are digging around, getting your shotgun, you're getting a few shells, you got kind of lost in your thoughts in the car, you look up and uh, here comes Boone escorting Rutherford and Rutherford has a hand over part of his face and he's bleeding between the fingers uh, that he's holding up to his face. Yep. He does have a cloth there. So, oh, okay. It's, so it's bloody. Yeah. All right. And so I see them coming up and I, I yell out, uh, I guess I, I would know Rutherford's name at this point. Uh, we, we interact prior. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 Rutherford, what, uh, what bet did you lose? Looks like you're bleeding mighty fierce there. 
and I, I, I hold out a hand and I got my hand over my eye and I, it's a Mr. Mr. Are we going to retcon it where the, the truck has not moved yet? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I, I implored him. I said, M- Mr. Wagoneer, you, you are an honorable man. I, I just want to thank you for having brought the, the young ones here t- for their s- safety. But, but they, are, they are in great danger. And, and Miss Franny, they, they are tr- trying to, to help her at the moment. You, you, need, you need to keep your distance for, from me at the moment. Um, but I implore you, you, you need to move your, your truck uh, immediately out of the way. Well, I'm ha- happy to help, you know, and I'll go up to him and, I, and I'll actually go in the, I'll grab from the truck. I have a little first aid kit. And so I'll grab the first aid kit and I run over to him and I'll kind of put it on this roof of the car and I'll open it, the hood of the car, and I'll open it and I'll grab out some gauze and bandages and I'll go over to you and I'll say, you know, I was in the war. Uh, let me take a look there. Maybe I can bandage it up for you. And I, say, and I, 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 I hold my arm and I, I push you away. And I said, it, there, it could be something horribly contagious. I believe I have the, the same thing that may have done in our, our good friend Richard. And I, I, I don't want you to get it. And Miss Franny may have been, been, been exposed. Uh, if if you you will do me a good a good service and and move your your vehicle, uh, and Mr. Boone here he he can help. Uh, I, I need to get to the vehicle right away for the safety of our our good friends inside the, the children. We we can't put them in danger. All right, all right. Well, it sounds like you're uh, you're uh, got your britches there in a twist, and uh, it's about contagious. Uh, should should we be worried about the the city? Should uh, we need to put you in quarantine? This from just what I've seen and, and, and quickly I'm understanding it could be something that is from, from being exposed to the, the, the blood of someone else who may be of contagions, uh, have caught the contagion. Uh, are, are, it's making sense to me now that's the only possibility. I, I, I ended up covered in, in, in most, of, uh, most of the blood and, and other things from my, our dear friend Richard and, and I think I'm coming to a, a quick a quick end. Uh, I may not may have much time left. Well, this, well, is, this is news. And I'll, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll sort of put a, uh, a shell in the shotgun and I'll say, well, do you need me to put you out? What the hell are you talking about, Sam? That spatter his brains all over the place. No, well, not if we uh, we do it right. And I, I Have you can... ever used a shotgun? Oh, I do. We cover him with a lovely comforter. Uh, oh god just be clear we are not outside right that is correct but i love i love how he went from viral pathologist to euthanizer (laughs) in about like 30 seconds there oh my god this is the first time hearing about that mr rutherford what do you have in mind i mean maybe sam's idea of quarantining you is not a bad idea if there's chance that getting your blood on someone will make them sick so I, 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 I don't know, Sam. Of course, Sam knows. Yeah, he helped. I was going to say the, the two of you could be in terrible danger from fe- for the federal agents. We have two, two bodies in that car. I'm going to take that car and dispose of those bodies for this group. And, and I will take the, the blame. Uh, the group will be in the clear and specifically the, the children who seem to be in terrible danger in Franny and you. Well, Mr. Wagoneer, you're because you're on this property now. You're 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 involved as well. So let, let me let me get that car out of here as quickly as possible. And I'll uh, and I'll say, uh, were you worried that uh, your friend Richard was uh, becoming a subverted agent? Quite quite the opposite. The, these agents, 
there's something there's something sinister going on with the facility back in Los Alamos and those agents they they abducted him and something horrible happened I believe they may have even experimented on him and, huh. and he to, not to his knowledge or something other other well, that's, that's horrible. that'd be an unfair and so I'll ask do you have a weapon on you Ru and he says, "Well, the car has several several weapons from the uh, the agent inside of it, and uh, I if I can get to the if he says, oh well, Rutherford has the key, so he says, uh, let me let me get to the car, and if you can move the, the truck out of the way, um, and Mr. Wagoneer, you've been extremely helpful so far in bringing the children here. Uh, keep a, a a good eye out for any cars that look look like this one showing up, and keep yourself well armed." They're in, you're incredibly dangerous. You saw the, the house back in Lo, Los Alamos and the shape was that it was in. Mm -hmm. the same thing could happen here, but I'll attempt to lead them astray. Uh, that sounds fair. And, I, and I'll actually say, so you've got multiple weapons on hand? He says, I, I have, uh, I have a, a revolver that was Richard's and a couple of more modern uh, revolvers that uh, the... Uh, agents have and so well, mr I, mr rutherford i don't think you're okay to drive i i, I think, don't uh, want to, i think i'll have to drive you mr mr baboon at this point you'll get wrapped up into this yourself and you can't be exposed to what is going on with me and it will be uh if i meet my demise you'll be there and caught by the, the agents i'm feeling really uneasy about the idea of letting you go off by yourself I don't think I'll be coming back. Uh, I, I sense it's a, a one-way trip. And uh, oh, I, I, I appreciate every, everything you've done. I will take these bodies and they, they will be disposed of if I can properly or whatever means I need to do to throw the, uh, the agents off of your trail. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll suggest uh, you hand over the weapons if it's going to be a one-way trip and we'll leave you with a pistol. Still in a single, uh, single, uh, single bullet there. Is I'll, I'll, I'll be keeping the weapons actually. Um, Rutherford, I, I have one on me for fully loaded already. I and another, at hand. and we'll be keeping those in case any of the agents decide to be. And I, uh, I, I have one of them, and you have one. Too. Okay, there were several. All right. Uh, well, I'll hop in the truck and I'll, you know, uh, pull it out. Uh, over to the side, and I'll give you a uh, free passage before I back it back in. And then uh, I'm trying to remember: did we did we back the car in Boone, or did we drive it in forward? Uh, we drove it in. We drove it in. Okay. And then I'll ask for your assistance then. And then I ask Boone to come to the car. Okay, I'll uh, back it out for you. And then, so I said, Miss. So, but when we go to the garage, I go to the garage with you, Mr. Boone, just just, just you. And I said, M Mr. Wagoneer is back in his truck and. When we get to the car, um, the wooden box was still in there. And yeah, the wooden box. Yeah. And I said, Mr. Boone, this this box you were try trying to open. Uh, there's, I believe, there's something incredibly important in here. And uh, I said, I'm going to I'm going to spend just a, a couple minutes dwelling upon it to see if I can f figure it out. After that, I'll just hand it off to you to see if you can do anything. And so, Rutherford attempts to gather himself and he says if mr boone if you can give me a, a few quiet moments i'm going to try to figure out a con an idea on how, how this thing opens all right and let me take uh let's take an intelligence role you got 
And that's the one thing Rutherford has going for him. He's got lots of it. Let's see if it pays off. Oh, my off. God. Oh, wait. It was the other way around. Oh, I thought it was a nine. It's a 90. Oh, actually, he hit it. He's got a super crazy intelligence. He got it. Yeah. With a 90? No, 80. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, something's wrong. No, baby. Uh, hey, uh, you have an excruciating pain that shoots through your head in that moment as you're holding the box, and it really blocks all of your thoughts. And uh, you're, you're kind of contemplating how all of this came to be as Rutherford would, but you're also kind of having that in the foxhole moment where you're you're wondering if all of this was right and it's starting to just cloud your thoughts and you're, you're not able to kind of make a clear thought about the box. So I, I asked Mr. Uh, Mr. Boone, if he went, if he's not too far away and I said, Mr. B- Mr. Boone, I, this box, I'm going to give, give it to you. There's something tremendously important. And I believe Fanny might be the one, one in the group to, to be able to f- figure this out. <laughs> Well, I'll make sure she gets it. And I'll also make sure those children know that you did something heroic for their safety. Oh, I don't think this is heroic. This is just necessary. And perhaps uh, even in doing so, I, I could figure something out about this this agency that had it in for my, my dear friend. At, at this point, it, it, the horrors that are, are going on are just too much and they have to be stopped there are there are people who are doing ter- terrible things and you and the children cannot be dragged into this all right and so do you get in the car to drive then rutherford is that your plan yeah i can you give me a driving role at disadvantage oh because your your vision i i mean you got it to the street boone so at least he can kind of just drive straight but his your vision is oh. Before really? he leaves, before he leaves, I would like to just go over to Rutherford and say, listen, Rutherford, now you're trying to get out there and distract these agents and take any heat off of us. But uh, the problem I have here is what if they capture you and they, uh, you may reveal, intentionally or not, our location. So I would, and I, uh, I, Mr. Mr. Wagoneer, I, I don't believe my time is very, very long in this world. And if that's the case, um. They're the ones in more danger um, because of this perhaps contagion going on. It could be there. It could lead to their d- demise. I understand. But I, I just and I look at him dead in the eyes and I say, I just want to know that if you're in a tight spot, you'll do what's needed. And I said, Mr. Wagoneer, don't worry about that. I'm one of the most practical people you can ever meet. All right, and I'll uh, and I'll just tap on the side of the car, and I'll take it back in the truck and pull the truck back, back it in. Yeah. Okay. And Rutherford, how'd you do on that driving roll? Nah, missed it. Okay. So uh, you're blurrily able to kind of sense the street. You actually you 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 clean off a mailbox within maybe like thirty feet of of leaving the house. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to stay straight on the road as long as you can. Mm-hmm. As you as you do, you make it. Give me a luck roll. That's about the only thing you might have left. That's okay. It's a little bit of luck. And got it. 
Okay. So, and then with that, all right, you make it about two miles down the road and, and you hear the sirens behind you of a police car trying to motion, you would assume, trying to pull you over. Mm -hmm. What do um, you do? So uh, is he, uh, two miles out of town of Abiquiu would probably be where it's turning more into high desert. You're, you're, no, you're like two miles away from the house. So oh. let's say if you pointed away from Abiquiu downtown, which would make sense. Sure. You're, you're actually you're getting to the outskirts of town. OK, so this is simple. So uh, there's only one, one choice at this point. And Rutherford uh, thinks in his head, he says that. He kind of, he kind of, he, he closes his eyes, and he says, and he, he, he his, his at the eye, he closes yeah. his <laughs> eye, and he had a, a, a vision of the direction to go, and he says, uh, he just gets a sense that he's going to leave it up to uh, the force. He's gonna. <laughs> he's I gonna was leave. hoping you were gonna say, "I close my eyes and gun it," <laughs> and that's exactly what he does. So he points it onto the road and. Hopefully it's not too crowded. And with the uh, with the uh, sirens behind him, he floors this fancy ass car um, forward uh, and just uses just uses his uh, his best senses and constitution and power and whatever he has to get this car enough out of town where it's going to confuse everyone what's going on. Okay, and so I, at this point, you close your eyes so you don't see anything. And you're flooring it. Uh, you hear the sirens behind you, and you feel. And he so at this point, when he hears the sirens behind him and he's flooring it, he hits the brakes as hard as possible. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh boy! All right, so you slam on the brakes, and then you feel a tremendous smash from the back right you're you're everything goes backwards you where the slam bodies into the are. back of the seat what's that where yeah right are. where the bodies are uh it slams into the back of the car and um you know you come to everything super super blurry and this police officer uh you you hear a voice from outside the car everything's kind of um, crumpled on the back end there and it's it's a few moments you're counting in your head and it takes about three or four minutes and uh, you you hear this voice and it says why'd you go and do that for is it and it's Mulvaney uh yeah does he sense that it's Mulvaney yeah Hmm. And uh, <laughs> all right, and so he he, he, got, he got, gathers himself and uh, he says, "Officer Mulvaney, is is that you?" I just wanted to check up on the investigation. Oh, hmm. you almost killed me! I, I I turned to him and I you know actually and I hold my hand down where the gruesome eye wound is. And I tell him, 
I said, I ended up in, in, in an alter, altercation and I, I'm, I, I was sort of severely wounded and I was attempting to, to get out, out of town. Um, there's some, unfortunately, uh, th this whole thing is going, going side, sideways and I don't want you to be in, involved or, or get hurt with these agents. And I'm going to tell you straight, there's two fe dead federal agents in the back of this car that you just crashed into. One of them is the man with the, that scar in his face. And I believe at this point, you could be in terrible danger as well. And he's he's entranced by this hole in your face. And he looks down into the window to help you. And he goes, my God. And your head explodes. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Mulvaney. Mulvaney's no. covered oh, no. in Rutherford's oh, head, Mulvaney. cranium, oh, wow. and brain. And Mulvaney. everything goes black for you, Rutherford. And so if we zoom out from this desert highway scene with the police car rear-ended into the back of your car, and blood all over the windshield of yours and Mulvaney standing there outside your window, wiping stuff off of his face like this. And we'll cut back to Sam walking into the house with Boone uh, as Joe and Cully are, uh, I, I would guess at this point, are y'all trying to get Franny out of the bathroom? Well, she collapsed in the tub. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just a quick interjection. I would have asked Sam to bring his uh, first aid kit because I know that uh, oh, okay. I, saw the, I saw the blood on Franny. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I, I would happily brought that as I'm grabbing that in my shotgun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Y'all tell me. Y'all talk to me. Okay. Oh. So, so I, I'll head up to the door with Boone and then I'll uh, open the door, I suppose, or Boone wants to open the door, either which way, no matter the Sam. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll open it. And what do I see as I walk into this lovely boat? So we're really quickly, it, I don't know if this makes sense, but depending on the timing, we were going to get Franny cleaned up. And then the goal was to get her out and get her sort of medical care for the side. So depending on timing, we would have been bringing her back to the couch where that blood was, I think. Unless and, Joe, you have other thoughts. And if y'all are wondering, if anybody's wondered where Carly is during uh, uh, all of Absolutely. this, Absolutely. Uh, and, and wondering if anybody's looked in on her just for kind of uh, continuity sake, if you're curious, uh, uh, the cutscene would be her um, trying to keep her daughter occupied, right? She's got her ears covered. She's holding her daughter's head to her chest and she's humming and rocking her. Well, presumably her daughter, I guess I should put that out there. Um, but she's really trying to prevent her this kid from being exposed to all of the chaos that's going on outside. Um, huh. As you walk in, Sam, there's broken dishes on the floor, coffee on the floor, empty gin bottles, uh, but a very clean stack of dishes to the side of the <laughs> sink in this kitchen. There's uh, a kitchen or there's a sitting room off to the left. And then the hallway ends in 
in front of you. Um, and, and I'll just give you the layout of the house to the left are a couple of bedrooms and the bathroom to the right, um, kind of a living room area. And if and we're, you were, and we're, and we're entering into the kitchen. Yeah. The kitchen. Kitchen. That hurt my Southern soul. All right. Uh, if you were to walk into the living room, you would see a, a bloodstained couch and presumably uh, if you looked very closely, some little gelatinous pieces, maybe on the wall or something like that. And uh, you knew gelatinous. So, yeah. It's twice tonight. Mm. I, I credit that to accent, though. Really? Yeah, I'm giving him the benefit. I love him. Okay. Yeah. What? What? How would you like me to say it? How is it supposed to be? Pronounced? Gelatinous. But I think that's. Oh, our I, I've always term. pronounced that's it the gelatinous. Gelatinous? gelatinous. Yeah. Yeah, gelatinous cute. That's the British style. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's our Rochester accent coming through. Yeah, gelatinous is a British style. You got roasted. Oh wow, I feel really bad about myself. That was that was quite a roast. Ooh, roasted gelatin. Granny's gonna die. As I walk in, I look and I say, "Is that what's what's the gelatinous material there on the wall?" Wait, can we get back to the fact that? Randy's bleeding out, and Art's making fun it of the keeper. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> really? You're gonna get like that's the threat that Franny's gonna die. <laughs> Franny's been on the way out for weeks. <laughs> so, are we keeper? Just in terms of timing, because if they were outside for a little bit, would we be back at the couch or heading back to the couch? Because we were. It's not like we were keeping Franny in the the tub as soon as you were. She was clean. We were gonna get her back. Okay, sure. Then yeah, get her back. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just she's she's definitely weakened. Yeah. All right, come on, Joe. Let's All right. carefully get her back and then we can see if they can get medical help. We're gonna have to go find a doctor because I don't know what to do. So I, 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 I mean, presume we'd walk in seeing seeing Joe and Cully uh help and support Franny over to the couch. Sure. And I said and I, I would see the blood. And some gelatinous material. And I would say, "My lord, what are you two kids doing with her? She's a uh, she's in a tenuous state." And I would uh, come on over with my first aid kit, and I'd prop that up uh, on the top of the couch and I'd pop it open. And I'd sure. say, "Let I me mean, see I here. Say, oh, I know ahead, where Joe. the doctor used to live. I don't. I don't know if she's still there." Well, we might have to go, Sam. I don't know if you're gonna. We need a real doctor for this. And oh, we may need a little battlefield whole, medicine here. To she, help, got, uh, stomp she got her all the bleeding. gross eye all over her. And Rutherford told us that we had to get you her. Say I, Kelly? Yeah. You say I, Cully? Rutherford's eye exploded. He oh. got she, she got eye juice on her? Oh, not just the juice, the white stuff. And the. It was horrible. Uh, it's like Rutherford was staring at us from the middle of her forehead. No, oh, Kelly. You, well, wow! That's, that sounds like he had a. <laughs> he, he, oh. oh my lord, that's just that's just horrific. Uh, and uh, I said, so you cleaned her off. Do we? He, Rutherford told us to put her in the shower, and then Boone told us to tell to have her gargle with with gin or something. So they, I think they helped her because they don't want her to get Rutherford the said or something. It, yeah, he said contagious he said I, that we we gotta could, stop talking joe did you do you know where that doctor is 
Yeah, but it's on the she, she's on the other side of town. Well, uh, someone needs to close up, check and close up Franny's wound so that she survives the trip. I can I can take her. You just tell me where she needs to go. Well, OK, we'd have to go in your truck. There's no way you it's... children, you should you should not be here. Uh, I'm, uh, you, the, 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 you should see you can visibly see I'm holding the wound. That's fine. Oh. We can I bandage her. So I'll take some bandages and gauze and I'll go right around that wound and make it as tight as possible. And I'll say, uh, give me give me a give, give you a moment. You, you children need no more part in any troubles here. Uh, the more, more you're seen out and about, the more questions it'll raise. Uh, just leave it over here. So to Sam. if you go back out on the road and you take it to the to the left, back out to the main road where we came in. And then you keep going and you go through the center of town. Then you take a right on, oh no, it's been a while. Um, Endicott Street. All right. And I'll, and I'll write this down if there's a pen and paper nearby or I'll just try and remember it either which way. But I will say, is that the direction that Rutherford went? I just want to make sure it's not the same. All right. Where, so, where did Rutherford go? I didn't say that out loud. I'm talking to people. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if Joe's asking you to go through the center of town, then it would be the opposite direction that Rutherford Okay. Went. Okay. That sounds fair. That sounds fair. And what's Franny doing during all this? Does she look like she's all, uh, all she got her wits about her or is she uh, in the stars? I, I'm assuming that I'm kind of out of it. Yeah. But she's just complaining about how people pronounce things. <laughs> Okay, but she's not paying too much attention to nothing. Is that about right? Uh, that's up to you, Franny. You tell me, Franny. Um, no, I mean, I, I would think that at this point, Franny's probably pretty well out of it with the description that you've made of how much blood she's lost and that she yeah, just collapsed. She's probably... Okay, yeah. it sounds fair. But we also don't so, have to... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's all right. So I'll say I appreciate that, Joe. And I'll say, what's the doctor's name? Um, I mean, I hope she's still the doctor. It's been a few years. But um, it, it was Doctor Friedman. Okay, okay, that sounds. And fair. I don't know the number, but it would like she had a, a sort of a clinic in front of her house, and it was really close to the road. It was closer than all the other buildings on the street. Can you, if you, if you get lost, can you just just stop into a store or something and ask where the doctor is? Okay, that sounds. I'm fair. gonna, and as you guys are talking, I'm gonna say, Joe, come here for one second, and I'm gonna lean in your ear and say. You might want to tell him not to tell her that you sent him. You're not supposed to be back here. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sam, I know you already said we should stay hidden. Uh-huh. But don't mention me. Sam, Sam's having a little gin for what it's worth. All right. Keep on going. Don't mention me to the doctor. I am not here. Our 86, your name there, Joe, 10 4. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but you can't that, tell that, her that, that I'm here. That means I will not be mentioned in your name at all. I'll bring her in as if I found her as some sort of vagrant on the streets. Okay. Don't you worry. So I'll, I'll, now we can lead Franny out. And because the bed of the truck still has the mattress on it, we can lay her back there, cover her with the burlap and uh, start heading out. Uh, I presume. Is there anything else anybody would need to do or want to do? All right. So 
y'all pull y'all pull out and you head towards the doctors no i do not i head out uh onto the road and then i start heading out side of town to a very remote area okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do put franny down Okay. Wow. So without Franny, I'm killing you. Okay, so you start heading out, and it's not too long, and you're gonna come upon, uh, uh, what would probably at this point be a mass of two. Let's no, I I would well, think it, probably. I guess my goal would not have been to go whatever direction Rutherford would have went. Does that make sense? I presume there's multiple ways out of town, at least two. Yeah. Unless so like okay. So end. then you're gonna Does go through sense? town. You're actually gonna go in the direction of the doctor. That's fine. There's only two ways. I, right. I wanted to make it look like I was going to the doctor at first, and then then going. Different. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Sure. And then you're gonna oh. keep going. All right. So you headed towards the doctors, and then you you're basically headed back towards Los Alamos. Then. Okay. And then I knew where that billboard was. Is that right? And did you drive? Town? Yeah. And mm-hmm. did you drive? There's police cars passing you in the opposite direction, right? Like okay. with their sirens blaring. Yeah. And I'm going the speed limit. I'm, I'm following the rules of the road. Oh, they're, they're ignoring you because they, they have another place to be. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You, you, you got this. I don't know where you're going. Nobody else knows where you're going. <laughs> yep. Nobody else does. <laughs> and, and then, and then, and then we'll head on. The, you're going to take us to the end of the episode here. That's so. fine. And so we'll head on out of uh, town. And when I notice that there's sort of a lull, um, I'm hoping it will be near where that billboard is, near where the Barbasol or whatever the shaving cream products were. Is that fair? Franny, do you want to roll to see if you recognize what's going on here? I think she's covered in a burlap ceiling, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think we've established that, you know, Franny's lost a lot of blood. So, I mean, if you want me to roll, I can. Okay. I mean, well, I, I think mean, I think the description is, was she was pretty out of it, which is what I, I just wanted to clarify yeah. before we went on the journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because if, was, it, it, here's the thing: if if Franny was not out of it, it, going somewhere with Sam would not have been something she would have agreed to. So, I, I think it makes sense that she's out. Oh. Of it. And give, given the amount of blood she's lost, it, it, I think it kind of makes sense. Okay. All right. So you pull over at the at the at the billboard. All right, so I'll, uh, I'll I'll pull on over. I'll get behind the billboard. All right, and then what I'll do is I'll I'll pull on over and I'll say, oh oh oh, I'll get on out of the car and I'll say, oh Franny, looks like I got a little bit here of a a, a, a blown tire. I'm um, gonna need here to change it. Uh, do you mind if I help you out here of the car? Yeah, I, I don't know if she's alert or or, or yet. Why are your characters always liars? We need to close on that. We're just gonna close on that. Oh, good oh. lord. Well, that was horrible. So, uh, well, Rick seems to be enjoying himself. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Whew. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. Um, on Instagram, under the library, Twitter, under the LIB. So for me, for Michael, for Emily, speechless. for Scott, keepers, for Chris, speechless. for Wayne, but not for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Oh my God.
What'd you go and do that for? What the fuck? Franny's doing quite poorly. And we're entering into the kitchen. Kitchen? <laughs> the kitchen? Kitchen? <laughs> Some little gelatinous pieces. Okay. Chris, you just fired off a shot and it bounced around the whole I table. Know. Oh, you almost killed me. At least you can recognize the melody. I thought you were trash talking Scott. I was trash talking Rick. I was like, wait, I know that melody. See, I can actually do recognizable <laughs> melodies. Hey, Scott, don't be a critic. I hate y'all in so many ways. 